Welcome to the Fireside Giants podcast by Empire Sports Media. What's up, everybody, and welcome back to Fireside Giants. I'm your host, Anthony Navarro, joined by my co-host, Alex Wilson, doing the intro today, surprising you all on this beautiful Wednesday afternoon. But today, we want to discuss Jordan Addison, a potential target for the New York Giants in the first round of the 2023 NFL Draft, who I'm a big fan of. Alex, I know you're a big fan of. Wide receiver at a USC. Very solid player. Will he make it to 25 overall? Not sure, but Mel Kuyper thinks that he will. And in Mel Kuyper's first mock draft of the 2023 offseason he has the Giants selecting Jordan Addison and again I think he's a really good prospect but we're going to go ahead and dive into why we think he makes sense for the New York Giants but before we do Alex how are you doing today my friend I'm doing fantastic. This is the first time, one of the first times ever I've been asked back how I'm doing. I know Anthony is always having a great day, but you know, you never know if I'm having a good day or not. And today, it's a damn great day because Anthony just killed that intro. So good job, Anthony. And yes, we are talking about Addison today. Um, Really intriguing prospect, my friends. You know, one of the best receivers in this draft class, and he's a hell of a route runner, a really exciting prospect that could be our wide receiver one. I like his frame. I like his uh, route running, his separation. He gets a lot of it. And that's really standard out to me you know the Giants need a guy who can really fight on the outside he can go into the slot he can move around he can do things after the catch you know he can take those bubble screens um, and do some special things with them and he has good hands and he you know Addison's improved a lot he had some drop issues when he was with Pittsburgh but you know kind of alleviated that concern um, and then what I like about him is that you know he did have a bit of an injury last year Not, he was out a couple of games but it wasn't like a Jackson Smith and Jeeba type of injury where he missed like the whole season um, we have a lot of tape a lot of film and a lot of stats to kind of dive into with Addison we're gonna do a film break down um, on him this offseason. Don't worry about that. We'll try and get you know someone to come and talk about him in terms of a wide receiver coach and maybe have some experience. We're going to fight to find someone on that end of things. But you know Jordan Addison should be a, absolutely a top target for this Giants team because we needed wide receiver badly. If we're not going to go and try and trade this pick away for one, whether it be a T. Higgins or a Brandon Ayuk, you know, obviously we need the 49ers and Bengals to be willing to trade them in the first place. So we don't know if they will be um, at the end of the day. But Addison at 25 would be a really nice addition to this team. I'm excited to talk about him, Anthony. But, you know, tell me tell me about him a little bit. You know, what what kind of frame does he have? Maybe some stats from last season. And what is Mel Kuyper thinking about this special young receiver? Yeah, so he's six foot tall, uh, 175 pounds, but he's he's kind of skinny, you know, not really too well built. Kind of reminds me in terms of his frame of Devontae Smith of the Eagles, you know, because he is one of those skinnier wide receivers, but really shifty, great route runner, and actually has the ability to play both outside and inside. He played a lot of snaps uh, in the slot and on the outside. I actually read on Pro Football Focus that Addison had over 1,200 receiving yards in both alignments. So he had 1,200 on the outside and 1,200 on the inside over the course of his last two seasons. So really impressive stuff there from Pro Football Focus. But what I really like about Addison is what you mentioned, his route running and his ability to separate. And I think that's the difference maker because we see a lot of these receivers in the NFL who are really big. They have a huge frame like a Kenny Galladay, but they never get open, so they never get the ball like Kenny Galladay. But then you have other guys who look really skinny and look like they might get bullied off the line of scrimmage, 
but they don't because they're so quick and they're so shifty that you can never touch them, right? And that's kind of like the Brandon Ayuk that we've discussed or Jordan Addison, one of those really good route runners who is just so hard to grab, so hard to touch. And when he has the ball in his hands as well, he's really electric. He breaks a lot of tackles. 2021, he was the Fred Blitnikoff award winner, which means he was the best wide receiver in the country uh, in college football. So that's something to take note of right there. I think he had over 1,700 yards or 1,500 yards and 17 touchdowns that season. He was absolutely dominant uh, for Pitt. And when you look at his tape, man, I mean, this guy can do it all. Like, he really has the ability, and that's something that Mel Kuyper pointed out in the mock draft, that he can do it all. He can line up outside, inside, and make every single play. He's got great hands, he's got phenomenal route running skills, and he makes plays after the catch. This is the complete package at the wide receiver position that the New York Giants are looking for, and if he were to be injected into this offense, I think that we're talking about Daniel Jones probably upping that 15 touchdowns to somewhere close to 30 with a wide receiver that's this dynamic, because he will do so much for the Giants offense. Again, run after the catch, but also just getting open, being that receiver who on a down-to-down basis can get open for Daniel Jones. I think that's what Jordan Addison provides to this offense if the Giants were lucky enough to land him however Alex this is a big thing 25th overall pick that's where Mel Kuyper had him does he really last there I don't know because this is a damn good player he's number 13 overall on PFF's big board the Giants picking in the later first round I'm not sure if Addison's lasting that long because this is a really serious talent and I think that there's other teams who might have interest in him picking ahead of the Giants so Alex what are your thoughts on that do you think that it's realistic for Giants fans to kind of set their eyes on Jordan Addison yeah, I mean, look, if you look at the teams in front of them, um, you know, you have a lot of teams that need quarterbacks, a lot of teams that need secondary help and defensive line help. Then, you know, it's definitely possible that he goes earlier. Um, you know, Mel Kuyper actually has, uh, you know, Jackson Smith and Jiba going to the Jets, which I don't agree with at all. I think that's a ridiculous take because they just drafted Garrett Wilson, who's an absolute stud. Um, you know, they still have a couple of good guys. I think they cut Corey Davis this year, um, save the $10 million in cap. They still have Elijah Moore. Maybe they go with receiver, but I feel like they could go with maybe an offensive lineman um and i feel like their defense is so strong maybe they do just go for a receiver and just keep stacking on that end of things uh but it seems like they're gonna need a quarterback too because they could end up trading away their first their first round pick for um aaron Rodgers for all we know so this is an interesting situation but i'll tell you what um with the giants if addison were there at 25 this is a home run selection for me i'll read you exactly what uh mel kuyper had to say and essentially he goes Here's another team that is taking is looking to take a big jump or did take a big jump in 2022. As quarterback, Daniel Jones took care of the football. And the defense played well enough to keep the Giants in games. Jones' breakout game uh, came with one of the least impressive wide receiver corps in the league, especially as Kenny Galladay has not lived up to his massive free agent contract. Can general manager Joe Shane get Jones, a free agent who is likely to return, or a number one wideout? Addison put up huge numbers in, at Pitt in 2021 before dealing with some injuries at USC, and he has the versatility to play outsider in the slot. I believe he did have an ankle injury but I think he's fine now um, he, he just knows how to get open New York will also get back rookie second round pick Wandell Robinson who flashed before tearing an ACL I like what the Giants are building but they have to give Jones some help and I 100% agree there that Jones needs help Addison like you said six foot 175 pounds you know a lot of people will say you know how about Zay Flowers another really good shifty receiver he's five foot 10 175 pounds so a little bit more size to him um, but at the same time he doesn't have the height that Addison does he he really shows uh, me he's more of a slot option in terms of Zay Flowers. I think that he's really good after the catch. He can do some really shifty things when the ball is in his hands. Uh, But Addison, I think, is a little bit better at creating separation. He's not so much a yards after the catch guy, but at the apex of routes, you kind of referenced Devonta Smith. That was also kind of my comp for him. He's arguably the best uh, route runner in this entire draft class. He gets open, right? 
the Giants aren't looking for um, a, a field of, of, of gnomes, of, of you know garden gnomes. When you have Wandale and Zay Flowers and all these guys that are small, I could see Zay Flowers going to the Kansas City Chiefs 31st overall. That's what Mel Kuyper has him going, and I think that's a pretty good fit, actually, But because they're losing McCole Hardman as well. Uh, when you're looking at Addison, you know, Jordan Addison, though, I think he really fits this Giants mold perfectly because he gets open consistently. We need a guy that can sit in those gaps. We need a guy that's really dangerous, the apex of his route. Um, I think Daniel Jones needs to prove that he can make the most of a wide receiver one. Jordan Addison has that type of potential. Coming off a really solid season, he played in 11 games, 59 receptions, 875 yards, and eight touchdowns. But that 2021 season with Pittsburgh is where he really stands out. 100 receptions, 1,600 receiving yards, guys, 1,600 receiving yards, 15.9 yards per reception, and 17 receiving touchdowns and a rushing touchdown to go with it, and 56 yards on the ground. So 18 total touchdowns. The guy is just a, a monster. He's an offensive like powerhouse. When he is healthy, and he was healthy with Pittsburgh, had a couple of injuries, little nicks and knacks with USC. Otherwise, was still very productive, and I think if he was mainly healthy the entire year, he was just electric for them when he was available, and he would have been even more so. When you're looking at Addison, um, Anthony, why do you think he could fit this giant scheme? I think that we already have a smaller guy in Wandell that kind of fills a similar role to Zay Flowers. Um, Addison, I think, can play inside. He can play out. He can do a lot of things, and he can you know, put him in motion. You can use him on bubble screens. He's just so versatile in the way that he kind of plays the game. I feel as though he's a really good fit for this Giants squad. Yeah, I think he's the perfect fit. When you look at the way that the Giants want their receivers to play, Jordan Addison fits that mold almost to a T. And here's kind of my follow-up to the question that I asked you. Do you think he lasts to 25? Well, I'll, I'll wrap this up. Like After I give my take on how he fits, I want you to answer would you trade up for him? Because personally, I might even be willing to trade up for Jordan Addison because if he doesn't last to 25, listen, he is the perfect fit. And that's why, because when you look at the way that he plays and he's a separator, the way he runs his routes, gets himself open, that's what the New York Giants are looking for. They do not want a big body contested catch receiver that didn't pan out. Kenny Galladay never fit in the scheme and he never got the playing time because of that. But all those other guys, Isaiah Hodgins, great separator, gets himself open. Wandale Robinson, quintessential separator, just runs routes and gets open. Sterling Shepard is the same way. And go look at Buffalo, what Brian Dable, Joe Shane, and the rest of them built over there in terms of that, that receiving core. Well, look at Stephon Diggs, one of the best separators in football, one of the best route runners in the league, right? When you look at Jordan Addison, that's more of the comp. The comp is not more similar to a Kenny Galladay or a T. Higgins, right? Those are the big contested catch guys. But for Jordan Addison, it's more of a comp to the Devontae Smiths of the world, the Stephon Diggs of the world, those guys who get on the line of scrimmage, whether they're on the outside, the inside, on the line of scrimmage or off the line of scrimmage, whatever the case might be, they have the route running ability to get themselves open on a down-by-down -down basis. And that's what Brian Dable is looking for because he doesn't want those guys where Daniel Jones is just going to take a 50-50 ball chance. You know, he doesn't want Daniel Jones throwing it up to Kenny Galladay in the back of the end zone. What he wants is on every single down to have a receiver who can run a mean route get themselves wide open, and Daniel Jones delivers an accurate and on-time pass for the touchdown. That's what Brian Dable wants. That's what he required of Josh Allen, and that's how Josh Allen had that meteoric rise that he had. He got a separator, Stephon Diggs, in that lineup, and look at what that did for Josh Allen. It made him such a better player, just having the ability to quickly find an open receiver, because when you have such an elite route runner like a Stephon Diggs or like a Jordan Addison on the lineup, 
it does so much for your offense just having that guy who can get open on a down-by-down basis so I think he's a perfect fit for the Giants because yes he fills that need he gives Daniel Jones a strong number one receiving option but also because he is the exact mold of wide receiver that Brian Dable is looking for he has that route running ability and that ability to get himself open on every single play and that's exactly what the Giants offense needs right now so when we're talking about whether or not he lasts the 25 would you trade up for him Alex because me personally I would consider it I wouldn't give up the farm for him but I would consider it it really depends on how much and where he where we're looking to trade up to. You know what I mean? I think he's going to be available in the 20 to 25 range. I'd be willing to move up two or three spots if we were really sure about it. And, you know, it really, like, what are we giving up to move up two or three spots? Maybe, uh, I don't know, a fourth-round pick or, you know, fifth and a sixth. I, I don't really know what that type of, like, you know, move up would be how much he'd be worth to the Giants in that scenario. But we've seen teams do it before. Like we've saw the Eagles like leapfrog the Giants for Devonta Smith. Like we've seen the Giants miss out on players because of this. You know, Micah Parsons, another one with the Cowboys. So I'll say this. If the Giants fall in love with Addison and they and he's four, three picks away and there's a team that really is concerning us, I'd be considering it because right now, you know, I'll look at Addison. I'll list his pros and cons. See, this is the Draft Network has um, his pros and cons, and you know, you guys can determine, you know, whatever it is after you watch the film. We'll do the film breakdown, of course, in a couple of weeks here as we kind of work through all of the mock drafts and the players and just kind of reference all these guys. We want to get the names out there and then start breaking them down so uh, we can get more in depth with it. But the top reasons to buy in, according to the Draft Network, separation comes consistently and on all levels. Right away, that stands out to me for the Giants. They love guys who get who get separation they love guys who get open and Daniel Jones needs those type of receivers um because we we have a lot of bigger guys like Kenny Galladay Hodgins a little bit slower um a little bit more physical with their style of play Kenny is going to be gone obviously I like Robinson obviously a lot when he's healthy and back in the mix I think he'll, his role is going to consistently increase as he gets back into uh you know playing form the second reason to buy in crafty release package and works at the top of routes I love his uh break at the apex of routes like he doesn't have top end speed but when he breaks into those routes man oh man he just he puts people on the ground he leaves them in his dust so i really like that about him he's a proven weapon as a high volume target so the giants aren't going to feed him a hundred receptions a year probably to start but he's capable of doing that type of stuff yes usc dealt with a couple of injuries here and there but in, with pitt a hundred receptions means he probably had 150 targets the guy was their entire offense with kenny pickett under helm so i'll tell you this right now um jordan addison He's a guy you can lean on if you need to. Like second quarter, or like you know, two minute drill comes around, you can be like feed Jordan Addison the rock, get him the ball in space, let him get out of bounds. He can make those tiptoe uh, throws on the sideline. I love what he can do in all facets of the game. The third reason he's a proven, or rather, so the fourth reason, uh, terrific spatial awareness and body control. Another thing, if you watch his film. Every time you, they throw a ball to him, he's in the right place. He puts himself in a position to catch the football and make big plays. The Giants don't have players like that. You know what I mean? Like, what, when they throw the ball up to Tyreek Hill, when they throw the ball up to Diggs, they throw the ball up to Jamar Chase, what is so special about them? They can make plays with a cornerback draped all over them. You know, they have such good spatial awareness, a great idea of where others are around them and how to put their body in a place where they can have leverage and put themselves in an advantageous position to make a play, make a catch, um, and, and turn the tides in a game. Jordan Addison has that attribute. When the ball is in the air, he's able to locate, put his body in a position where he can make a catch, shield off a defender, fight off a defender. He's that type of player, and we don't have anyone like that. So I'd love to see, you know, we've seen Darius Slayton do that a couple times. Mostly it's a drop, um, but we've seen him make a couple of really really nice plays with a cornerback really like all over him in coverage. 
Addison can do that with you know, some of the better players in coverage. You know, he can do that against quality corners consistently, and he's super smart. So the top reasons I have for concern, though, he doesn't have true top-shelf speed to create explosiveness after the catch. Physicality could be a barrier to a fully complementary skill set, and drops were a significant issue at Pittsburgh. So again, you know, the drops are the big one. Like, that's something that we have to be concerned about. But again, they mentioned that it was at Pittsburgh. With USC, it wasn't as much of a problem for him. Um, so we did get a little bit better in that category. Hopefully they can just coach that stuff out. There's a lot of things like every player is going to have weaknesses coming out of college. Um, you know, that's something that we definitely don't want in terms of like, you know, heavy drop rate, but I think it'll get better. It did get better with USC. The physicality, yes, is a little bit of a concern probably, but I don't think that his his final weight is 175 pounds and six foot. I like to get him because look at OBJ. OBJ was 5'11", 198 pounds. He could easily get up to 185 pounds, 190 pounds, get a little bit more mass, a little bit more physicality and probably do a little bit better on those you know deeper passes those balls that you know Daniel Jones is just asking him to make a play the top end shelf speed I don't think is also necessary because the Giants don't run that type of offense you know I don't like we have Darius Slayton to be a burner but like we just have him being a burner he has good enough speed where he can take off and beat a cornerback downfield he can take off and beat a cornerback in a, in a, in a foot race um, but I think really the most important variable to mention here is his ability as a route runner and that his agility and change of direction is so good and so high end that top end speed isn't always necessary. He can leave guys on the ground. He can break some ankles just with those variables alone. And he has good enough speed to beat the beat them on the deeper portions of the field too. So Anthony, when you're looking at, you know, Jordan Addison, yes, I would like to get him if we have to move up a spot or two, I could be on board with that. But looking at his pros and cons, you know, where do you think the most growth and development he needs to make moving forward once he reaches the NFL level is? Yeah, I think it's that frame. You know, he is very skinny, but we've seen players like Devontae Smith have a lot of success regardless of their frame. And I think that Jordan Addison can have that similar uh, success because of the route running ability and everything that we've mentioned. But it's still something he needs to work on, you know. Odell Beckham Jr., when he was a rookie, I like that comparison that you made. He was really, really skinny, and he was still really good as a rookie. But he really hit his prime in 2016 when he came back that offseason and had, like, a lot more muscle mass, you know, because he was just more physical at the line of scrimmage. He was getting himself open, and he was able to make more contested catches because of his frame so it's definitely helpful for a receiver to have that strength on their body to shield off a defender make those difficult receptions and so I think that if Jordan Addison wants to improve anywhere it's going to be there now there were some concentration drop issues you know stuff like that but that's kind of stuff that with time it kind of gets weeded out for the most part and I think that when you look at his game he just has such great route running ability and he's got he's such a natural pass catcher that there's nothing that really stands out as a major con to me and it's kind of funny you're mentioning these cons you're listening these from the draft network I swear when I think back those are the exact same list of cons that was given for Devontae Smith when he was in his pre-draft process I even went on NFL Network or NFL.com and I looked it up and I found the pros and cons for Devontae Smith the first one is bone thin plain weight near 170 okay that's exactly what Jordan Addison has so don't discount Jordan Addison just because he has a playing weight of 175 uh, at six feet tall that's almost the exact same build as Devontae Smith and Devontae Smith is a very successful NFL receiver and I think that Jordan Addison has some very similar tools and very similar athletic traits I don't think that Devontae Smith is absolutely a burner who gets downfield that top end speed I don't really think he has that necessarily I think that he's just a really good route runner who gets himself open and that's exactly what I see with Jordan Addison so that top end speed not necessary if you're open all the time it's nice to have to have a Tyreek Hill but not everyone needs a Tyreek Hill but what you do need is an X receiver who can line up and get himself open on every play and that's what Jordan Addison can provide you with and I think that's a great way to put it. You know, simply put, 
He can do a lot of stuff for this offense. He can really take us to another level. He's got a ton of potential. You know, this guy is is not tapped. Like, he is very much untapped. We see all the strengths, um, and now we kind of build upon it. So I'm really excited to see uh, what the Giants do here. 25th overall pick. You know, we got a couple of months until the draft, but we're going to start looking at all these prospects. We can get the film breakdowns, try to get some uh, coaches on here to help you guys understand what these players offer. Uh, but Addison's this really special one. If you have anybody else in mind, by the way, please drop them in the comments on the YouTube channel. We will look at all the players that you actually believe the Giants should be looking at. A lot of mid-round picks, a lot of guys that could end up becoming steals. You know, we're going to focus in on some of the primary first-round picks, obviously, because that's really important. Um, but we really like to go into the in-depth players, some guys that may be over overlooked and uh, find some guys the Giants may be liking. Now that we know what Joe Sheen and Brian Dable kind of prefer and the style of players are looking for, maybe we can hone in on some guys that make sense and we have a better idea of what their um, what their strategy may look like. So guys, always happy to hear perspectives below. Make sure to enjoy the rest of your day. Like and subscribe as always. And we'll catch you guys on the next Fireside Giants episode. 